invite you now to join our conversation, an instrument of healing as we share how each of us can grow through times of illness, grief, and loss. Our wish is through these words you will discover a healing community that promotes insight, reignites hope, and nurtures peace. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to Conversations with Kelly. This is Jeffrey Cloninger, your podcast host, along with Kelly Grosslogs. Hi, it's been a while, Kelly. I know. I was just sitting here thinking, oh, we have not recorded for a while. This just feels so good to be back in the studio. Isn't it cool? I love it. And I have to say that today's topic is something that I hope resonates with everybody that's listening. Sometimes I do know that the topics we do don't necessarily resonate with people at the moment. But they have, um, many of you have reached out to me and said, when I first listened to that one on child grief or child bereavement, younger bereavement, it didn't apply. But then when my father died, I went back and listened to it. So I love that. It's great. It's like we have this compendium of topics and you can just pull them off the shelf whenever you want to listen. Absolutely. And that's why I love that these live in these places that you listen to podcasts. You know, so today, however, we are going to be talking about words to live by words to live by what and does that mean for those of you that aren't familiar with a mantra i'm going to read actually a segment um if you wouldn't mind a little a little piece from my book a i don't mind I mean, we're here talking so words to live by a personal mantra may be used as a grounding tool to bring you back to your center at any given time a mantra is defined as an affirmation or a prayer that is repeated as often as necessary to assist you in achieving a sense of calm, inner peace, and balance. Mantras can be a place of refuge and helps connect you to your spiritual core when dealing with situations that are overwhelming or when you feel full of dread. Simple mantras such as, all is well, this too shall pass, or please help me, remind you to breathe, slow down, and not panic. When you slow down and look within, you will find what words comfort your soul. When you make them your own, you empower yourself. Use them when feeling uncertain or full of despair, and you will enter the center of your being and take your sanctuary. Wow. So what I would love to talk about today is, is and it's, it's very true, when we create our own verbiage for what works for us because so often we read things and we're like oh that resonates with me and I love that I also would really encourage people be creative you know for me um I often add my name to things when I'm talking so I have a difficult time at times being in the now I can I'm very very good about worrying about what may be coming and trying to anticipate a lot of things especially around my children and I don't have any control over that, right? And we, it's a cliche, but I will say, Kelly, be here now. Or Kelly... It's like you're coaching moment. yourself. Mm-hmm. And I really, I, I think it's important. Now, many people listening to this are going through very hard times. Either living with a chronic illness, living with a terminal illness, having lost somebody that they love, maybe having lost their job in times of COVID, whatever that may be, or... Um, a breakup or whatever. So people come to these podcasts often with heavy hearts. And so I don't want to be 
relaying this message that words heal all, that it's they're magical. But I do think in order for people to heal, they have to be present in their moment. They have to be present in their life in order for them to heal. So often we're not. We're distracted. Yeah. When I think of words not necessarily healing all, they definitely heal the moment. Mm -hmm. They give space to the moment and helps you acknowledge where you are. Mm -hmm. And one of the places, it's interesting, when I think of the topic words to live by, I find myself saying mantras and or prayers in the shower. Yes. Right. It's an interesting place. And I often return to some of the same phrases. And one of them is simply, please help me, Mm. you know? And, um, when you brought this topic up just a few minutes ago, I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to share? What are are these things? And some are mantras and some are prayers. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really glad that that's part of this, yeah. right? And I also love that it might be formal, it might be informal, it might be something you wrote, it might be something that someone else wrote. I think the important thing is as long as it matters to you. Absolutely. And another thing is that what I have found with mantras or phrases or prayers or words is that people will feel less alone if they have this to anchor, you know, as I talk about in the book, to go back to center, to go back to your center. And I would often do that in my therapy practice with people is we would come up with a code word or we'd come up with a phrase when they were feeling overly anxious or scared about an upcoming PET scan or whatever that may be. And that to repetitively say something to oneself in itself is grounding. And I think it's great you do that in the shower because actually water can be very grounding. It can be very cleansing. It can, you know, and that's a lot of times where people share with me, they cry. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. release. And I think it's because it is a private space and it, it, um, it is, it's very cleansing. And it's safe. It's, it's almost like a little cocoon. Yeah. I often feel the same way in the car. If I'm alone in the car, people say that as well, you know, and you hear a lot of times people say, oh, I just need to get out and they get in their car and they go for a drive. Mm-hmm right? That in and of itself is cleansing too. And think of the thoughts that you have when you're there and, or maybe you're even just singing. I think some of these words of affirmation are often found in song. Yes. Yeah. Right. So thanks for bringing that up, Jeffrey. It doesn't matter how they're delivered or said it, you know, you can sing them, you can say them. I do feel that there is a power in the word being said. And so to say it out loud, but sometimes people are in the middle of a meeting and they're feeling overly anxious or they're feeling triggered by something and they'll they'll write it down they'll say it internally whatever it may be I mean there's there's no right or wrong way to do this figure out what feels comfortable for you but truly um you know and some people will say let go let God I mean there's a lot of different amazing things um let it be surrender I mean there's so many and so if you're listening today what do you say to yourself to get through difficult times and I would love people to make it a little more formal and call it the mantra and write it down somewhere in your home on a, on a post-it note, on a chalkboard, on a whiteboard, whatever that may be. Some people post it on their mirror. So when they wake up in the morning or they go to bed, the last or the first thing that they see yes. is that one mantra that says, I'm great or I'm yeah. beautiful yes. or smile. Absolutely. Right? Or Okay, going back to my Notre Dame roots, when they go out for the game, they all hit that sign as they're running, as the players are running through the tunnel, the football players onto the field, and it says, play like a champion today. Mm. Right? I mean, it's not unlike what we're talking about. Rit- right, exactly. And it is a ritual, because if that's what it, you were saying, it right? Elic- yes, it elicits a response 
when we say these words. So if it's a response of calm, if it's a response of support, a response of feeling less alone. Now, you know, that's why I love, I mean, some people have tattoos with their mantras. Some people have t-shirts made, shirts, whatever that may be. Um, Campaign slogans too soon? (laughs) (laughs) Depends which one. Okay. Um, And so, you know, I think I just, I really want people to think about this. And one of the beautiful things now, I know you guys can't see us, but I want to walk you through um, something that is a beautiful exercise to do when you are eliciting this mantra in your life, when you're inviting it. Maybe you're listening to this and saying, I don't have a clue what mine would be. That's okay too. Today is an opportunity to, I want to invite you. We want to invite you to think about what comforts you, right? Is it, it maybe it's, um, and some people it's looking at a picture. And so if you look at a picture and it's of a serene nature, it's water, maybe then your mantra would be, um, you know, something about I am safe and water soothes me or um, ride the wave or whatever that may be, um, just to have access to that, you know, for grounding. But one of the beautiful ways that we can really instill these in a powerful way is to put your hands on your heart. So it'd be your right hand um, on your heart with your left. Okay, I'm doing it. And I'm doing it too. And as you just kind of breathe for a little bit and you just feel that life force, you connect. And so if you're listening to this, um, obviously not as you're driving to be doing this, but if you're, you know, if you're listening and you're interested in this, to put your hand over your heart, your right hand first, left hand over, and you take a couple breaths in and out and you just get really connected to that life force. And then if you can quiet yourself enough, what phrase or what mantra comes to mind and for me right now I am safe is there one you have Jeffrey yeah actually it's simply I am because I'm feeling my heartbeat and then you said I am safe I'm like you stole mine and then you (laughs) added to it but no I am in fact this made me this whole exercise made me sit up improve my posture. So that's helpful too. Good. I know it's okay. Well, there you go. Secondary benefits to the conversations with Kelly podcast is your posture. Ding, ding, ding. Will also improve, but truly to just like, and, um, we've had Brian Pyatt on here a couple of times. And one of the things Brian does, he teaches, um, yoga and breath work. And I've been doing this for quite a long time with clients, but I loved when he reinforced it with people is it's a, it's a wonderful way to get back to center is, you know, placing your hands over your life, your life force. And so I am safe. That's what came to mind. Now the problem is we have to get out of our way. Some people are like, why did my cat's name come up? doesn't matter. That's what your subconscious is giving you. So we shouldn't judge whatever pops into our brain. Words to live by. Do, do you feel, how do you feel when the words come up? Okay. Cause words are going to elicit thoughts are going to elicit a feeling. And if your cat's name is what comes up and you feel joy and you feel centered, that's what we're going after. Right. So there can also be words that bring up negative feelings. Mm-hmm. Obviously we, that wouldn't necessarily be words to live by. So yeah. You know, be creative with this. Mine, again, for me right now is I am safe. 
when you continue to do that ritual with your hands over your heart, what your mind tends to remember then is that when you do that and you touch your heart, you are safe. And so whatever has come up, if it's I am, then if you're feeling, Jeffrey, maybe um, not noticed or sad or stressed or whatever that is, we want you to be with those feelings as well. We don't want you to push them away. But in order to comfort yourself, then you put your hands over your heart and then it's I am, I am. And yeah. you repeat those. I've worked with you in the past where you had me put my feet on the ground and repeat certain phrases. And this was a confidence booster. This is several years ago. I think it was I remember it. 2010. Roots. Roots, right. And she, and she you, <laughs> who, who dat? Uh, <laughs> you said, Kelly, that when I put my feet on the ground before a job interview or during that job interview or any time, really, yeah. throughout the rest of my life, I can ground myself and think of the word roots and the confidence comes back. And it's not like a flood of confidence, like I can conquer the world, but it's just a a reminder that once again, I am and I'm enough mm. and it's pretty cool. And I've never forgotten that. I right. So that. that, that's the other thing that when you create these words and you say them out loud or you write them down, you're doing something that's physical. It's outside of you mm-hmm. that reinforces the feeling. Yes. We're in a time right now too, Jeffrey, that so many of us, because we're in this time of the COVID-19 and we're on month eight, um, as we're recording this, whenever we relaunched this um, you know, it'll be month 10, 12, whatever, but it's important. These words are also important to help us feel connected because so many of us are feeling isolated right now. And so if it's, I am loved, I will be okay. I am okay. Um, this too shall pass, which I think is a very important one for us to remember that this time that we're in now, yes, it's gotten delayed for various reasons, but we will get through this. And I think it's important to remember that. Um, And for those who are in such deep, deep pain from loss, um, to remind yourself, you know, maybe the mantra is, I am loved and I am not alone. It, you, you know, likely people do feel alone, but my hope is that that's just mean physically, maybe you're alone in the home, but that People are reaching out to you and asking you how you are, sending you cards, sending, you know, any ways that we're connecting. These are really important things for people um, to think about also who are living with a terminal illness, a chronic illness, things that um, can disrupt their life daily, things that can threaten their life daily, that you somehow can come back to center each day, multiple times a day if, if needed, about I will be okay. And I am okay. I am safe. I think these are just really, they're, they're soothing words to remind the spirit and the soul and the body that we're resilient and that we do hard things and that we are going to be okay. And that in itself can calm down the cortisol release and all the, the different hormones that get released when we're anxious and scared just by simply putting our hands over our heart and saying these words that matter and words to live by can comfort us. And we really need to take time to do it. Mm -hmm. We can't just say the words. 
Right. We, we really should take time to feel those words. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now it's, it, it's, one of the things that's so beautiful in the teaching that I do with people is to, and just to your point, is to instill these things when you're not in the middle of it. Like building the resiliency, building the, our tools that help us. Oftentimes we don't want to practice them until we like need them. And those are hard times to instill because we have, an ex- we have an outcome attached to it. We have an expectation attached to it. Like, oh, I'm still feeling anxious and I still can't breathe and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Your mind, it, it is, it's a practice. That's why we call yoga yeah. a practice. That's why we call exercising a practice or breath work a practice, whatever it may be. So we want to start, you know, as you're listening today, start today being your practice. And, and then when we want to rely on it, our mind will recognize it and it won't be so. And, you know, again, this isn't magic, right? So we may be saying it, have our hands on our heart, breathing, feet on the ground, all these things, and still feel the crappy feelings. It's not about magically making it go away. It's about allowing yourself to be with the things you're feeling and and while being there, feeling safe and know that you're going to be okay. So I think we've got some homework to do. We need to start practicing this, maybe make some regular time every day, even if it's one minute Absolutely. to do this, right? Absolutely. And in with great return and multiple times a day, you know, we should all be connected to our heart space every single day of our life. And to be connected to that self-love and self-compassion and also... As we connect to our heart, imagine the love from around us coming within. So my word for all of you is thank you. And I am so grateful for you, Jeffrey, and I'm so grateful for our community. And I do wish people much love. Wonderful. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. We'll see everybody next time. Thank you for listening to this CWK podcast. It's our hope that these words bring comfort, healing, and insight to your life, wherever you are and whatever you're experiencing. Please subscribe and share this episode. You can also follow and like Conversations with Kelly on Facebook. One quick note, we've done our best to share some ideas, tips, and techniques to help guide you. This podcast's content is not intended to be a substitute for or constitute professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We encourage you to seek professional medical advice if needed. Thank you.